And all my life Been searching for something weird It's the state of Florida Yeah, yeah, you're so messed up and weird Oh my god, guys, oh my god, oh my god, it's Friday, guys Oh my god, oh my god, it's Florida Friday, guys Oh my god A man discovers a World War II hand grenade and drives it to a local Taco Bell. An accused pill thief steals laxatives instead of opioids. And a man threw a meth-fueled death party for his wife before she died. It's all coming from the state of Florida, guys. It's Florida Friday. These are the stories on Weird AF News, all coming out of Florida. You know how we do it. This is Jonesy, Weird AF News. It's Friday. I love Friday. A man in Florida discovers a World War II hand grenade and drives it to the local Taco Bell. You know, like you typically would do when you find weaponry from World War II. You just take it to the nearest fast food place. (laughs) You haven't put it in a burrito. A good thing to do if you ever happen to find a grenade is to immediately call the authorities, as one man has evidently just learned. A Taco Bell in Ocala, Florida was evacuated after a man reportedly stumbled upon a hand grenade while magnet fishing and then drove it to a local Taco Bell, the police said. What, so first of all, magnet fishing? I'm assuming you drop a magnet into the water to find things. Now, is there, what do you think? You're, you're going to find pirate's booty? Is this what this idiot thinks is going to happen? What are, you, what are you getting out of magnet fishing? I don't understand. You're asking for trouble. You're going to pull up weapons, of course, or a shopping cart. What are you getting out of this experience? I don't know. Anyone familiar with magnet fishing and like <laughs> the joys of magnet fishing? I mean, you've got to be out of your mind with that. Just fish regular fishing, although I don't know if you can eat the fish out of the <laughs> that's down in Florida, isn't there? The water's all messed up down there, isn't it? I don't know. I'm stupid. Okay, so this man was not identified by police on social media, but he had been reportedly magnet fishing in the neighborhood when he discovered a hand grenade. Police said that after having arrived at the fast food restaurant, he called 911. So he shows up at the restaurant, then calls 911. Maybe he didn't have a phone. Maybe this this is the payphone at the Taco Bell is is one that he's familiar with and feels comfortable operating. Or maybe he had, maybe he wanted a snack. I have no idea. When you look at a hand grenade from World War II, maybe you think... You think burrito, and you're like, oh, this reminds me of a burrito I had. <laughs> Let's go to Taco Bell. I can't wrap my head around it, guys. I'm doing the best I can, but, I, you know, I'm an idiot myself. Um, it's not clear why he chose to transport it to Taco Bell before alerting the authorities, but no one was hurt. The good thing. The bomb squad was present to ensure everyone's safety. The bomb squad removed the grenade without an incident and advised it would be disposed of properly. Oh. <laughs> this all happened at about 5 o'clock in the afternoon, by the way. So you know that Taco Bell was probably jammed with people having a late lunch. <laughs> like, what is this guy doing with old school grenades in the booth? Interestingly, the cops identified the grenade as an authentic World War II hand grenade, though it's not clear what kind. An image appears to show that it could be a U.S. MK2 grenade, in case you guys are keeping score at home. (laughs) Yeah, there's actually a photo of it. I mean, who's chucking... 
Last I checked, World War II didn't occur uh, off the coast of Florida. So I don't know what people are doing, chucking grenades around down there. But it's Florida. This leads me to believe that Florida's been insane for decades. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. Okay, so... Apparently, metal fishing or uh, magnet fishing, the bottom of the article kind of explains, it's like you can find precious metals... Apparently, this is a whole new world that I'm. Um, this is a sport that I'm unfamiliar with. I've, I'm I'm familiar with fishing for fish. I'm not familiar with fishing for um, metal goods, <laughs> possible weaponry from 1942. <laughs> uh, we're lucky this guy, you know, had the brain enough to call the police. Look at this is what you're getting with Florida, okay? We're, we just need to high five over the fact that he he let somebody know he called nine one one because I can't imagine and not everyone in Florida knows what to do when they find a hand grenade from nineteen forty. I mean, I'd imagine a lot of people in Florida are going to pull the pin and then um, <laughs> and throw it into traffic, right? <laughs> They're going to pull the pin and shove it in their baby's diaper because they think that might be a fun thing to do. So kudos to this guy for having half a brain in Florida to call 911. Why he did it at a Taco Bell, you know, that's a mystery. But look, we got to just take the good with the bad. And when you're dealing with Florida, you know, the lesser of two evils here, it's like a, hey, congratulations. There are some people in Florida who kind of know what to do during an emergency situation. And you got to give them, you got to give them props for that. FYI, if you're listening in Florida and you come across, I don't know, a landmine, don't uh, do not do jumping jacks on it. Just FYI. Uh, step away from the landmine and, and call the, uh, the 911 number that I'm sure you guys don't use enough <laughs> down in Florida. <laughs> a Florida man reportedly kills his parents and his brother after sending $200,000 to a European cam girl. Yeah, I've had to edit this uh, in there. I swept, I had to swap out a story because the story was really stupid. Um, (laughs) it was too stupid for Florida, to be honest with you. Uh, it just wasn't weird enough. Uh, this one seems bananas. A Florida man allegedly shot and killed his mother, father, and brother after wiring a Bulgarian cam girl $200,000 that he stole from them. Ooh, these cam girls, (laughs) they'll take your money and then you'll have to kill a family member. Uh, by the way, while we're at it, I, I have this great idea for a sitcom called The Floridians. I mean, this this particular plot could be the uh, plot for the pilot. <laughs> the main character falls in love with a Bulgarian cam girl and she demands hundreds of thousands of dollars. How does he get it? Well, by act three, we find out that he's had to shoot and kill his mother, father and brother to get her the money so that, <laughs> so that she'll bring him on cam- on-camera satisfaction. Well, the family members of Grant Amato, age 29, were found dead in their home in Chulaluada, Florida. I can't even say it. Screw it. On Friday, after a co-worker reported Amato's brother, Cody Amato, didn't show up for work. This is sad. This is awful. Cody Amato's girlfriend told the police that the, this guy's got a girlfriend. Oh, no. The guy who's killed has got a girlfriend. Girlfriend told the police that there had been problems in the family with the brother, Grant Amato, in the months leading up to the killings. She said her boyfriend had even told her that he believed his brother might kill him. Additionally, the report notes that after the parents, Chad and Margaret, 
found out Grant wired exorbitant sums of money to a woman on a Bulgarian adult website called Cam Girls. They made him check into a 60-day internet and sex addiction program. There's a um, there's an internet and sex addiction uh, rehab facility? Well, if there is one, Florida's probably the place. The arrest report indicates that he had been in contact with the woman since June and had given her $200,000 that he stole from his family. Oh, man, this is terrible. To find out that your money's been stolen for... Um, drugs, and that's one thing. To find out that your money was stolen and given to a Bulgarian cam girl, I don't know if I can, I, I can't, that's a tough pill to swallow. This is a, this is a crazy addiction here. The cam girl addiction, is this a new one we gotta, we gotta prepare for? Um, I, I've known people who have given cam girls money, but not, not to this extent. And certainly not to the extent where they killed somebody. Oh, this is terrible. This guy suffered from a case of Florida for sure. His, par- his parents found out he was still in contact with this Bulgarian woman and kicked him out of the home. The next day, his family members were found dead, execution style. I mean, ugh. This is just awful, you know? And after watching the Ted Bundy documentary last night, I just can't even... I'm taking in too much, too much, um, you know, evil, right, in my brain. I can't even... This is bad. This is bad. Amato later told authorities different stories, one of which involved a heated argument with his father. In another, he said that he saw police cars in a news van in the neighborhood and instead of going home, went to a local Panera Bread to check his phone to see if his parents came up in top news stories. Investigators asked him why he didn't go home to check on his family, to which he said, I just didn't want to know. Ah, awful. Terrible, terrible people. I don't know what's going to happen to this guy, but he should he should be. Well, we, we could talk about that later, but I have a, I have a feeling. I, I have an opinion on what should happen to people like this. <laughs> we'll talk about it in the uh, at the at the clip at the end of this because I'm going to cover I'm going to cover my uh, my reaction to the Ted Bundy documentary that I watched last night. Okay, uh, moving on. A Florida man has thrown a meth fueled death party for his beloved wife before she died. Apparently. Uh, Dwayne Arden Johnson, Tampa, Florida, a man accused of giving his ailing wife methamphetamine told the authorities that he threw her a death party before she died. I've never heard of death parties, but it sounds like something I could get into, um, before I die. I would look at, I don't want to die. Like, like you see people dying in hospice, you know, stupid laying on a bed, spread out, listening to NPR or whatever. I mean, I just can't do that. I want to, I want drugs. I want good drugs. I want to party. I want control. I want control of the Spotify, and I want some some Molly. <laughs> and and anyone can come over. I'm totally fine with it. The Mankato Free Press reported that Dwayne Arden Johnson, age 58, of Searles, Minnesota, I guess he's from Minnesota originally, was charged with criminal neglect and receiving stolen property after his wife's death on Thursday. Deputies say Johnson called 911 at about noon to report that his wife had died. Her name is Deborah Lynn Johnson, 69. Officers arrived at the couple's home and found the words, Death Party party God Hell. Death Party God Hell, spray painted on the front door. A naked Dwayne Johnson allegedly ran outside and said his wife was dead, then ran back inside to take a bath. He was later found in the bathtub hallucinating and trying to wash white and black, quote, things from his skin, according to the police. How do you, you... The cops show up and you run outside naked? And then, and then you run back inside and take a bath. What are the police doing while you prepared your bathtub? I, I don't understand that. They they, st- they stood outside waiting. Well, I wonder if he's going to come back out. Do you think? Well, no, he's probably going to go put a hoodie on and then come back up. 
They're standing there for an hour while he fixes a bath. I don't understand this at all. Deborah Johnson, his wife's body, was found wrapped in a sheet at the top of the stairs. The news reporter, the newspaper reported that Deborah had been living in a nursing home prior to that, but Dwayne checked her out days earlier because she wanted to die at home. Yeah, I'm wondering if she wanted to die the way he had, the, the plan by the way that he had planned for her, which was uh, you know taking meth alone with an, with an old man. I mean, I mean, this isn't much of a party. If you're going to throw a meth party, just get, get the neighbors involved, something, you know, get get a clown to come over with balloon animals. I don't know. Rent a bouncy house. What is this? They're just taking meth and hanging out in the house. Dwayne Johnson said they took methamphetamine together and she stopped and she decided I'll take she'll stop taking her regular ed- medications and replace it with the meth. They spent their final hours having sex and listening to metal band Quiet Riot. <laughs> Does Quiet Riot know about this? Come on, feel the noise. Taking meth while your girlfriend dies. <laughs> I mean, this sounds like a um, this sounds like a terrible metal music video. <laughs> like you should. <laughs> Can you imagine a music video for this, where a guy goes and uh, and checks out or or breaks out his girlfriend from the nursing home where she's supposed to be dying and uh, the police chase them home. They make it home. He breaks out some meth. They take a bath together and they die on meth listening to metal music in the bathtub, something like that. I figure that, that that's just, that'd be an amazing music video. I'm imagining in my head. Um, so they spend their final hours. I guess, you know what? That's a way better way to spend your final hours than cooped up in a nursing home with other people who smell funny. I mean, it just is. I would rather be having sex on meth, listening to metal, to be honest with you. I kind of, unless she did this against her, against her will, I, I find this to be a very noble deed done by her boyfriend. And, and I applaud him for giving her a great experience on the way out, you know, because it sucks to die in those other circumstances. It really does. Have you been, have you been to like the dying wing of a hospital? Where I mean, it's just the worst. I've been in places like that, just sitting there. You know, while you hold a relative's hand while they're checking out. I mean, it's just not a good thing. In in that hospital atmosphere, ugh, it's the worst. Dwayne said Deborah began having convulsions but wouldn't let him call the police. After she died, Johnson said he washed his body's, his wife's body and wrapped her in linen like the Bible told me to do. Oh, damn, this guy's like a, he's a, he's he's a guy that loves meth but also loves the Bible. I mean, it's a very, mm, very contradictory <laughs> values. <laughs> he said he waited several hours to call 911 because he wanted to make sure that she was dead. And he probably wanted to hold the body. A search for the home turned up four rifles, two shotguns, and hundreds of rounds of ammunition of several varieties, which were allegedly stolen. But that's typical Florida behavior. I mean, any home in Florida, you're going to find these things. So that's nothing to raise an eyebrow about. The police were kind of like, oh, well, at least he didn't have several hand grenades from World War II. Dwayne Johnson was arrested without incident and was charged with criminal neglect and felony counts of theft and receiving stolen property. His bond, blah, blah, blah. He was charged for the, for having the guns. I, I don't know what the charge is for. Um, there's not, that's not a kidnapping charge, is it? Taking her out of the nursing home and giving her meth. I would, I mean, did he have her sign something? I give, I, Deborah Johnson, give Dwayne permission to s- take me from a nursing home and to Give me meth while we make love and listen to my favorite band, Quiet Riot. This is the way I want to die, according to my living will. 
This is very specific, by the way. I should come up with a living will that would, with some details like this. This is how I want to go out. I don't know how you guys want to go out, but I'm thinking... Uh, first of all, I love paintball. I love paintball. So I don't know if I, if my body can handle it. Get Take me out of hospice, right? If I'm not really able to move so well, give me enough drugs where I can move. I'm thinking meth was a good one. Um, some, some ecstasy. Get me going. I want to play paintball with my friends. And then, um, and then if you could take me to, I don't know, a hookah bar. I love a hookah bar. I want a hookah bar with some strippers. Okay, I want strippers. And then we play, um, let's just play, what, what do I like for music? What, how do I want to go out? I'm going to say Keith Sweat's Greatest Hits on a loop. And <laughs> I want to sing you. I want to please you. I want to show you, man, that I need you. And that's how I want to go out. I don't know. How do you guys want to go out? Call Weird AF News and tell me how you want to go out. I'm curious. I'm curious. Is it more extravagant than what I just came up with or what Dwayne Johnson just came up with? And by the way, this guy shouldn't be fine. He should let him off the hook. He gave a great experience to a woman on her way out the door. And uh, he showed a lot of love and care. And I, I, I got to hand it to him. I love this shit. Yay! Hey, what's up, weirdos? I hope you enjoyed the Florida stories today. It's Friday. We're leading into the weekend. Isn't that exciting? I love that. Fridays are the best. I want to give a shout out to, uh, on Instagram, Dawson from Australia, who reached out. He said, G'day, mate. Shout out from South Australia. 45 degrees Celsius, which I think is like a thousand degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, You make working from home even better, (laughs) especially after coffee and a blaze. (laughs) That means he's smoking weed and drinking coffee, listening to Weird AF News, which is exactly how you should do it. I love when you partake while you're listening to Weird AF News. I don't condone heavy drugs, of course. Um, just the light ones. (laughs) You don't need the heavy ones when you're listening to Weird AF News because Weird AF News is bizarre and crazy enough on its own. You can even enjoy it straight. That's the next commercial. Weird AF News. So weird, you can even enjoy it straight. By the way, how was my Australian accent? I thought it was pretty decent. Also want to, so Dawson, by the way, is, um, is going to send me some coffee. He, he, he roasts his own coffee and he's going to send me some. Isn't that amazing? Yes, I will give my address out <laughs> if you offer me coffee. Uh, Jolene, by the way, also on Instagram, says, I love all things Ted Bundy related. Okay, so this is like, because I asked about serial killers the other day. She says, I love all things. In fact, I talked about Ted Bundy and I made fun of him because he's got a unibrow. She says, I love all things Ted Bundy related, especially right now that he was a, right now that he was a piece of shit, not just a 70s version of Zac Efron. I love a unibrow also as much as the next chick, Jonesy. All right, all right, fine. You can have your love of Ted Bundy. Uh, Stacy Soberman also sent me an article, a Florida article. So thank you. Also, uh, a couple other things. Um, if you, if you, uh, watched drunk history this week, I was on the, uh, the, ep- the baseball episode. I was on there. Your boy Jonesy was one of the, uh, Black Sox players that played, you know, that story, eight men out the, the movie Well, they'd had the, the eight guys who, uh, threw the world series in 1919 for the Chicago White Sox. Well, I played one of those players on that episode of drunk history. So check that out. You can see me on there. Uh, also, I prank called PETA yesterday and put it up on my Patreon. <laughs> it was pretty damn funny. I, I I made a plea with them to help me get my emotional support animal, a honey badger, onto a flight. <laughs> Anyways, you got to be on the Patreon to enjoy that. That's just the thing. I got to put stuff like that on the Patreon because I got to get you guys to go over there. It's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash weirdafnews. Also, last night... 
I watched the Ted Bundy documentary, all four hours of it on Netflix. I don't know if you guys have watched it yet. I covered the uh, documentary in an article the other day on Weird AF News, and I finally got to watching it, and it's weird, and I love my weird shit. I'm going to talk about that in a segment after this, after I publish some phone calls <laughs> that, I, that I got that I appreciate. And then, uh, so at the end of this, if you guys want to hear my, my sort of take on the Ted Bundy documentary uh, and the Ted Bundy thing at the end, uh, you know, hold on for that one. And you can even call in and, and give me your opinion on that. You should watch it, though. It's pretty, it's pretty goddamn weird. Um, I, I was very, I was, it was before my time, so I was unfamiliar with a lot of the details. But uh, I'm glad I watched it. It was a little long, but we got through it. Um, oh, also, call Weird AF News. Yeah, I forgot. Here's the number, 646-450-2012. Uh, you can also email me funnyjones at gmail.com. On Instagram, it's at funnyjones. On Twitter, at funnyjones. And on Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. All right, I want to talk about the Ted Bundy documentary for a minute. Um, It brought a lot of things to light. First of all, how crazy was it that back then in the 70s, police departments from different cities, even in the same county or state, just weren't on the same page so that this could happen. I mean, it was like the wild, wild west in a way. That kind of blew me away. How like one one police department like didn't wasn't communicating with another county. This is before internet though, so you can understand. And they kept pushing that point on the documentary, um, how you know this was a thing, and this was a reason why this guy could you know get away with so many, even in the same state. This would never happen now. Uh, so that was pretty wild. And and of course, when he goes down to Florida, which is a totally different part of the country, he was able to you know run rampant for a lot for a while before they could put two and two together that was pretty crazy i thought it was bananas how he kind of took over his defense that's that was so weird to me um i'm sorry i should have said spoiler alert at the beginning of this but yeah he takes over his defense the judge allows it that doesn't make any sense he didn't even graduate law school or pass the bar in the state that he's defending himself in which is florida right shouldn't you have passed the bar to be allowed to be on your own legal defense team. I don't know the rules with that, but I thought that was so weird, right? Uh, if you are a defendant as your as one of your inalienable rights, do you get to defend yourself if you want to? I, I don't know. I thought you had to, I don't know. But anyways, he decides to, and how crazy is that? Like his ego gets the best of him and he just, he just blows up his own case for him and totally screws it up. I mean, <laughs> what that good dude was so, so stupid. He's so concerned about, he's so concerned with ego and flaunting himself that he just totally sabotaged his own legal case, which was crazy. But it was pretty, it's pretty wild to think about a serial killer defending himself. He didn't do it alone. He had help, but like that, he did it enough. You know, if he's allowed to cross-reference a witness, when he cross-references that cop, you're like, oh my God, this is so bad. Uh, it, that's wild, man. I mean, that's just a case of weird bizarreness at a high level. So I, I was blown away by that. Um, some other things. Uh, you know, I, I just, I, I was on the verge of, I did, I did cry a little bit in this because it's just like, there's that one officer in Florida who finds the little girl um, that guy was, that guy really touched me, man, when, when he said that um, he hadn't cried in his whole adult life until he found that girl. And then later in the documentary at the end when he said he, you know, he was, he's ashamed to admit it, but he was, he, he was thrilled that they killed, you know, they killed him. And he hopes he never feels 
thrilled about the death of anyone ever again like that. That guy was just so real and honest and like that guy hit me, man. Like I was crying about that shit. Like that that little girl. That was the saddest thing, man, that he fucking snagged that 12-year-old girl. I mean, all those girls, I, I don't want to, don't get me wrong, it's all, it all affected me, you know? All of those young women between the ages of 18 and, like, 25 or whatever, I mean, they're, and they were all, oh, God, that, that just was really hard to, to watch, you know? But when that little girl, to know that he took that little girl, man, that's, and, and that's why I was, like, Kill this motherfucker, man. I, I'm sorry to say this, but like, I don't know how you guys feel about the death penalty, but I was like, kill this mother. He deserved it, man. Like, you know, as far as capital punishment goes, I don't I never really talk about that on the show too often. But in this case, I do not. I did not care for any defense on him for like insanity or whatever. I don't even care. I, is he insane? I don't care if he is. Put, put, take him away. Take him out. I did not care. You want to sit around and go, oh, but he's bipolar. I don't care. I don't care if he's bipolar. This monster needs to go. There's no functional thing for our culture to keep him alive. We're going to pay for this guy to stay alive in the jail cell. When that blonde girl at the end was like on his defense to keep him alive and she's going on and on about, well, you know, I was, and I was like, shut your hole. You are so full of shit. Like, who cares? You're going to sit there and defend this behavior? That he should not defend the behavior, but defend, say that he should be alive because he just doesn't know what he's doing. You're out of your mind, lady. I don't care if he doesn't know what he's doing. You know, if some creature from another planet lands here, let's say it's a robot and it comes from, let's say, a ro- this is a crazy analogy, but follow me here. Let's say a robot lands from some distant planet and starts trudging down Main Street. And just destroying everybody in houses, just like a robotic Godzilla. That that robot or creature, whatever the hell you want to call it, doesn't you know may or may not know what the hell it's doing. It may be confused. It's in a it's in another planet. It's in another galaxy. It's in another in another solar system. It's in a place that's not familiar. And this is all it knows. Oh my God! And it's destroying everything. Do you say, well, let's let's just let we'll capture it and let it live? I mean, no. You just you shoot rockets at the damn thing. This is a crazy analogy. I realize I'm going off the deep end with this. You destroy that. It doesn't matter whether the damn thing knows what it's doing or not. It's right now. You know, it's it's ruining shit, and it doesn't. It's not. It, does, it doesn't bring any positivity to keep the damn thing alive. you got to get it out of here. A monster like that. Just like Ted Bundy, a monster like that. doesn't benefit us at all to keep that guy around. And how do you feel about pay? That's tax dollars that keep him around. I was pissed that our tax dollars allowed him to... Sp- whatever it cost to go sprinkle his ashes on the mountain where he ditched those bodies. I was pissed about that. I'm like, we shouldn't pay for that. Why does he get to have his ashes delivered there? I don't get to, if I pick a place to have my ashes dumped, some nice place, some far away, maybe Easter Island, my family can't afford to do that. And the state doesn't do it for me. The state's going to pay for my ashes to go somewhere. And I never killed anybody. But yet the state pays for his ashes to go be scattered somewhere. It pays for a, it pays for somebody to transport it. It pays for, for a, pays for a plane to, to drive it overhead. What did that cost to put his ashes up there? Screw this guy. More money thrown into keeping him alive and giving him his final wishes. This guy doesn't deserve anything. What a piece of shit. I was so pissed. Oh, man, I'm sorry. I, gotta get, I had to get that out. And I couldn't think of a better place to get it out than Weird AF News. Um, uh, if you, you might have a reaction to this, too. Please call into Weird AF News and let's, uh, you know, and, and talk about that. 
you got the number. It's uh, I'll give it to you again. It's six four six four five zero twenty twelve. Whew, that was that was wild, man. Well, you know, it was four hours. By the way, I sat in there four hours of an emotional roller coaster for me, and so um, I appreciate you um, sitting through that. If you did, <laughs> this is Jonesy. Hey, we are listening to your episode that recorded last night. And uh, it's about the <laughs> people that get offended or in 2012, you can't upset nobody or you upset someone, at least someone. That's right. But I love your, <laughs> your condescending voice. Keep doing it. <laughs> Yo, bro, you know I had to call about this edible food. This is your wicked weirdo from Sacramento. <laughs> Man. Edible, not edible food, edible clothes, or edible shirts, whatever. <laughs> this is what I got to know, brother. Okay. How do you clean these shirts? Okay. Um, do you bleach them? Uh, would you like a little bleach with your, um, you know, your last meal? Because <laughs> you're stranded and you've had this shirt for a couple years, because let's face it, we're not going to buy this shirt and then immediately go strand ourselves and, and have to eat it because we're going to die of starvation. Well, we've had this shirt for quite some time, so either we've washed it with all kinds of chemicals from washing it over and over again, or maybe you just hand wash it. And then, now, washing this shirt, aren't you going to wash all the nutrients and stuff out of this shirt? And will it fall apart if you wash it? Because it is, in fact, edible. Who knows? And also, <laughs> I go on and on. You maybe I should stop. So maybe instead of going on, I'll ask, okay, so if you're going to have this shirt and sweat all over it and whatnot, and then have to eat, I guess it would be a damn last resort. Um, I would want to know more, actually, you know, people probably die of starvation. I can see it. But, in fact, before they die of that starvation, I am sure they probably die of thirst well before starvation because uh, you can go quite some time without eating, man, almost a month. But you cannot go that long without drinking. So I don't know. I don't know. Is it, is it worth it? Is it useful? I don't know, man. I don't know. Because if you could find something to drink, you could find something to eat. There's all kind of edible bugs. Like we know, we can eat all kind of bugs. People just don't have the knowledge of what they can eat. That's probably what it is. You know what I mean? I suggest you guys watch more Naked and Afraid. And anyway, I've probably been going on for way too long. Who knows how long I've been talking? Almost three minutes now. So I'm going to hang up. This is Dave Sacramento. Gotta love those edible shirts.